Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, have you heard about corduroy? No. They're making headlines. What? That didn't make sense. No, I think it's supposed to be, have you heard about corduroy pillowcases? They're making headlines. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must not have copied and pasted that very well. Sorry about that. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, this one is courtesy of a guy I work with. What do you call an alligator in a vest? Investigator. Investigator. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. That sucks. <laughs> I need to proofread, I think. <laughs> it was still funny. <laughs> okay, so this week was the third week of April, and it's actually the April 14th through the 20th, which it's called um, America's Curse. It's the usually the third week in April, and so many tragedies have happened throughout history in America on these dates. I've never heard of that before. So I'm going to go through several things that have happened during the week of, it's April 14th through the 20th. And the, are these things that happened this year? No, these are all throughout history. So uh, I'll have the years and, okay. and everything. So the Donner Party begins its trek. April 14th, 1846, the Reed and Donner families leave Missouri headed to California for a new life. Along the way, they get lost in present-day Utah and Nevada. Winter storms beset them, supplies run low, and the trip intended to be over by the fall stretches into the winter in the high western mountains. Out of food, some members of the party resort to cannibalism of the already dead to stay alive. Only 48 members of the 87-person party make it to California. 1865, April 14th, President Abraham Lincoln is fatally shot while attending a play at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. He dies one day later. April 14th, 1935, Black Sunday. The infamous Black Sunday storm rolls through Texas and Oklahoma, causing untold damage and leaving hundreds of thousands of Dust Bowl residents to relocate. April 14, 1994, the Black Hawk incident. Two military Black Hawk helicopters are shot down over the streets of Ibil, Iraq. 26 people on board are killed, including military and civilians. Now we're on April 15th. April 15, 1912, the Titanic sinks. The RMS Titanic finally sinks after hitting an iceberg the night before. As many as 1,635 passengers and crew members are killed. April 15, 1927, the Great Mississippi Flood. 15 inches of rain falls in New Orleans, bringing a Mississippi River already swollen from heavy rains upstream beyond its capacity. Uh, river levee systems pop in more than 140 places, causing flooding in 10 states and killing 246 people. April 15, 2013, the Boston Marathon bombing. Three people are killed when two 
pressure cooker bombs go off in a terrorist attack during the Boston Marathon. Uh, now we're on April 16th. April 16th, 1947, Texas City Explosion. The SS Grand Camp explodes at 9.12 a.m. in Texas City, Texas, killing more than 575 people. April 16, 2007, Virginia Tech shooting. The, a gunman kills 32 people, then himself on the campus of Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, Virginia. Another 23 are injured. Uh, these are April 17th. April 17, 1961, the Bay of Pigs invasion. The Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba by the CIA-sponsored military group is launched. Three days later, the invaders are defeated. Casualties include 118 deaths, 360 wounded, and 1,202 captured. April 17, 2013, West Plant Explosion. 15 people are killed and more than 160 are injured following an ammonium nitrate explosion at a fertilizer plant in West Texas. These are April 18th, the British invade. April 18th, 1775, British troops arrive in Massachusetts to arrest Samuel Adams and John Hancock. Paul Revere embarks on a famous ride to warn them the British are coming. April 18, 1906, San Francisco earthquake. More than 3,000 people are killed by a 7.8 magnitude earthquake and resulting fires in San Francisco. April 18, 1983, U.S. Embassy bombing in Beirut. 63 people are killed, inclu including 17 Americans, when a suicide bomber in Lebanon drives a van filled with explosives into the American embassy. These are April 19th. April 19, 1989, USS Iowa Explosion. A 16-inch turret on a Navy battleship stationed off Puerto Rico unexpectedly explodes, killing 47 seamen in the ship's gun room and wounding the ship. April 19, 1993, the Waco Siege. Four federal agents and six members of the Branch Davidian religious group were killed February 28, 1993. Well, that's not during that week at all. <laughs> Is that when it, but it started? Maybe. On that week. Uh, when the ATF attempted to raid a sect compound outside of Waco, Texas. Oh, after a 51-day standoff, mm. the government led a final assault on the compound, resulting in 76, death, 76 deaths. April 19, 1995, uh, the Oklahoma City bombing. Domestic terrorist... Timothy McVeigh, Terry Nichols, and Michael and Lori Ford Fortier sought revenge against the government by bombing the federal building in downtown Oklahoma City. Nearly 170 people were killed, 19 of them children under the age of six. The blast destroyed uh, 324 buildings in a one-mile radius. And the last set is April 20th. April 20th, 1889, Adolf Hitler, former Chancellor of Germany, was born. April 20th, 1914, the Ludlow Massacre. Approximately 25 striking coal miners and members of their family were killed in a clash with the Colorado National Guard and Colorado Fuel and Iron Company. Uh, April 20th, 1999, the Columbine School Shooting. 
Two students enter Columbine School in a Denver suburb and open fire, killing 12 students, a coach, and then themselves. And my last one, April 20th, 2010, Deepwater Horizons, the BP oil spill. A wellhead blowout on a BP-operated oil platform kills 11 and dumps 210 million gallons of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. Hmm. So, I wonder what it, what it is about that time I don't know, but they call it America's curse because so much happened during Hmm. that. I mean, to Americans, you know, other because like I added um, Adolf Hitler's birthday Mm -hmm. because that was on April 20th. You know, I was just within that time. Yeah. But so much has happened within those few days in history. Hmm. So like everything, you know, everybody's like freaked out when that week comes. I never knew about that. Well, those, that's my beginning. Okay. Is that it? Is <laughs> yeah. it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> All right. This week I did, this is a list, list. list of urban legends for every state. All right. So the first one is Alabama, Dead Children's Playground. During late night hours, swings move by themselves as spirits of buried children come to play. Alaska, Kushtaka, shape-shifting creatures that are a cross between an otter and a man. The Kushtaka make noises that mimic children and wives to lure fishermen, though they are sometimes helpful tricksters. That is creepy, and I can't believe I've never heard of that before. I've never heard of that. Kushtaka. Huh. Otter and a man. Yeah. What is <laughs> that? <laughs> that doesn't seem very scary, scary. But if it was in front of you, ooh, well, that's yeah. Arizona, Slaughterhouse Canyon. One day, a father failed to return to his cabin during the 1800s gold rush, and his family starved. The mother went insane, put on her wedding dress, and chopped her children up. Today, you can still hear her cries for forgiveness. Oh, my gosh. Arkansas, dog boy. A werewolf-like ghost walks on all fours and haunts his childhood home. This myth is based on the sad story of a real man, Gerald Bettis, who was rumored to experiment on stray animals and reportedly abused his elderly parents. Oh, God. What an asshole. Yeah. California, the Dark Watchers. Featureless dark silhouettes, often with brimmed hats or walking sticks, stare down travelers during twilight and dawn in the Santa Lucia Mountains. John Steinbeck briefly mentioned them in flight. They should not be addressed or acknowledged. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Colorado, Riverdale Road. Riverdale Road is home to a host of legends. While traveling down the road during a full moon, one can see the hanging bodies of slaves on on the trees. Mm -hmm. They have their own lady in white, but one section of road led to a mansion that contained a satanic cult. The gate to hell itself is reportedly inside the chicken coop. Oh. (laughs) Oh, poor chickens. (laughs) What the heck? Connecticut, Annabelle the demonic, demonic <laughs> doll. 
The demonic doll in The Conjuring and Annabelle is inspired by a real-life Raggedy Ann doll, supposedly inhabited by the spirit of a dead girl, which was given to Ed and Lorraine Warren after some extremely malicious paranormal activity. Delaware Corpse Light. There's no lighthouse in Cape Henlopen, but there is a phantom light. It crashed the ship Devonshireman on Christmas of 1665, and more than 200 men died. Allegedly, the light is a curse from a local Native American tribe after British soldiers slaughtered attendees at a wedding ceremony. Oh, my. Florida, the Devil's Chair. The Casadega Spiritualist Camp is full of odd ghosts, but one chair supposedly is a favorite for the Big Cheese himself. According to local lore, if you sit in it, he'll whisper horrible things in your ear, forever changing you, and if you leave a beer on his chair overnight, he'll drink it, sometimes even if the can is still sealed. Hmm. Georgia, the cursed pillar. After a preacher was told he couldn't deliver a sermon next to the pillar, he declared that the whole town would be destroyed and the pillar would be the only thing left standing. A freak tornado later destroyed most of Augusta, leaving the pillar still standing. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Hawaii Night Marchers. The deadly ghosts of ancient Hawaiian warriors march over the waters, chanting and blowing conch shells. If you hear them, run. Oh. (laughs) Yes, they're not good night marchers. No, it doesn't sound like it. Idaho. Water babies of massacre rocks. Sit by the river and you can hear the sounds of babies crying. They're the babies the mothers were forced to kill during a famine rather than see them starve. Some say that these babies evolved into tricky creatures with fins and gills. Ooh. That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Illinois. Ghost elephants. Oh. A real-life 1918 train wreck of circus cars leading to troop deaths has popularized the legend that elephants had to be buried where they fell. Now, supposedly, the circus still takes place at night in Woodland Cemetery. That would be something to see. I swear I've heard that before. Yeah, we've totally heard that before. At least I have. It was like that train wreck was big and there was like, clowns that died i think and i think they've seen clowns around there indiana the green clawed beast in the ohio river (laughs) do you remember this one is this the one (laughs) with the guy with the makeup on i think so (laughs) with hairy arms clawed hands and green skin this human-sized creature grabs unsuspecting women some believe the specific incident that inspired the legend was an extraterrestrial visit visit related to the Kentucky Oh my god. <laughs> the Kentucky Goblin sightings which happened on the same day. Yes, I remember that story. That is a, <laughs> a creepy man in makeup. dressed up. Yeah, because when to, she splashed him with water, woman. he ran away. Yes. Cuz his makeup was going to get ruined. <laughs> Ours is lame. (laughs) It's just some creepy perv who wanted to feel up women. Iowa, Villisca, axe murder house. Based on real events, this 1912 cold case features a whole family, two parents, four children, and two house guests being bludgeoned to death in their sleep. 
Since then, the house has been the source of odd paranormal activity, such as a ghost hunter stabbing himself in the chest in 2014. Oh my gosh. I've never heard that. I haven't either. Kansas, the gateway to hell. One of the several gateways to hell in America, the stairs in an old demolished church opened to the other side on Halloween and the spring equinox. I thought the gateway to hell was in a chicken coop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says it's one of the ones. Oh. It's not. Okay. There's more than one. Got it. Kentucky. The Kentucky Goblins. The Kelly Hopkinsville encounter was a supposed extraterrestrial appearance of small, goblin-like, green, hairless children with three toes. While most skeptics easily dismiss them as owls, there have been a new wave of recent sightings of them on the other side of Kentucky. Weird. That is weird. And I, you've heard of that, that story, right? Briefly, yeah, I think so. Where these people were in their house and they were... There were all these little goblin things around, yeah. like attacking the house with them in it. And yeah, I think whatever. so. Whatever. Owls don't do that. No. Yeah, that's crazy. Louisiana, the Rougarou. A pale white werewolf-like creature prowls the swamps and often stars in stories to encourage children to behave, such as hunting down Catholics who don't practice Lent. <laughs> <laughs> The Rougarou is going to come and get me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Maine. Colonel Buck's tomb. After a woman became pregnant with Colonel Buck's son, he forced her out to take care of the babe alone, later having her burned as a witch. The son ran off with the witch's leg that had rolled out of the bonfire, and he later cursed the colonel's tomb, which now bears the stain of a leg, despite several attempts to clean, replace, or remove it. That is weird. That is very weird. And that guy's a douche. Yes, for sure. Just kills me how men got away with that kind of I know. crap back in the day. I know. It's such bullshit. Like, to solve their problem, they had... Hmm. Nobody cared. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Maryland. The Goat Man. This legend stirred so much enthusiasm that the USDA at one point had to formally deny the creation of the Goat Man in their Beltsville Research Agricultural Center. The half-man, half-goat creature likes to chase down teenagers in Lover's Lane and distract drivers on Crybaby Bridge. Okay. (laughs) Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Puckwudgies. Tiny gray tricksters resembling humanoid porcupines while supposedly... Oh my God. (laughs) Will supposedly lure people off cliffs or trap them in sand in the swampy regions of Massachusetts. Creepy. Michigan. The Nain Rouge. Out of the various Michigan urban legends, this one seems both ridiculous and feasible. Detroit is haunted by a small impish hobgoblin who predicts misfortune and has cursed the city. He was seen in the 1805 fire, which nearly destroyed the whole city, the 1968 riots, and the 1976 ice storm. Today, a banishment parade is thrown yearly. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Minnesota, the Wendigo. 
This is one of the oldest legendary monsters dating back to the folklore of Native Americans who hunted these 15-foot-tall shape-shifting creatures even into the early 20th century. Anyone who resorts to cannibalism and tastes human flesh will become one. Yeah. Mississippi Macritus? Macritus? This story is an odd myth. It's about a disease. Supposedly, a horrible outbreak wrecked much of rural Mississippi town and was later covered up by the government and medical community. If a man ingested too much lead, he would produce a smell that would cause a hormonal reaction in women who descend into mad homicidal fits. Oh. Well, oh, it must have been. It must be Mercitus. Mm. Weird. That's weird. Missouri Zombie Road. Stories about strange deaths along the road as far back as, as Native American times and drownings in the nearby river made it a fun haunted spot for teenagers for decades, but many of them have perished in strange accidents too. Today, dark shadows follow you, seen only out of the corner of your eye. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time reading tonight. Mm -hmm. Montana, the phantom hitchhiker of Black Horse Lake. A Native American man with long black hair wearing an outdated baggy jacket and jeans collides with cars, suddenly appearing on their windshield, only oh. for him to vanish without a dent. He's also been known to hitch a ride and chase cars at inhuman speeds. Oh, my gosh. That is scary. That is so scary. Nebraska. Radioactive hornets. Oh, my gosh. This is a recent urban legend. After the Fukushima nuclear disaster, the locals of Nebraska believed that mutant hornets from that area had grown to four times their normal size and were running rampant locally. Sounds like those murder hornets. I know, it does. <laughs> Nevada, the spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake. While Area 51 gets all the fame and glory for its supposed alien autopsies, fewer people know about the curse on Pyramid Lake, which happened after a Paiute man fell in love with a mermaid. His tribe rejected her and told him to throw her back in. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just sounded funny. You can't have her. Throw her back in. Yeah, that's mean. <laughs> She cursed the lake, brought the settlers, and ignited a war. In modern times, the lake was drowned, has drowned locals, spitting them out as far as Lake Taco. Taco? Tahoe. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. New Hampshire, Goody Cole. Eunice Goody Cole was blamed for numerous local tragedies and accused of witchcraft twice. Legend says the locals staked her heart to make sure she wouldn't bother them, but they continued to blame numerous events on her. <laughs> Some say she still pays a visit from time to time. Oh, poor lady. Even after she's dead, they blame yeah, her. Yeah, really. Fuck you guys. <laughs> New Jersey. The Ghost Boy of Clinton Road. Hiding under one of the bridges of Clinton Road is a ghost boy. But don't worry, he's pretty nice and helpful. If you throw a coin into the river, he'll return it to you. Oh, that's nice. It's like, hey, you dropped this. Yeah. <laughs> New Mexico. La Mola Hora. I don't know if I said that right. If you're traveling alone in country crossroads after dark, avoid this demon, which appears as a woman. 
She drives people insane, and if you see her, either you or someone you love will die. That's no fun. No. New York. Cropsy. This escaped mental patient with a hook for a hand would snatch children in Staten Island, but the old legend became horrifyingly real when a killer named Andre Rand was caught in the 1970s. So creepy. I know. North Carolina, the vampire beast of Bladenboro. Gruesome deaths in the 1950s of mutilated livestock and dogs drained of blood led to reports of something vaguely feline and huge living near Bladenboro. North Dakota, the Minnewashatu. The red bison-like water monster of the Missouri River travels upstream to break ice. Anyone who sees it alone in the daytime will go insane. Oh, God. Ohio, the Loveland Frog. Out of the various ghastly Ohio urban legends, this one may be the strangest. A humanoid four-foot frog apparently hangs out on the side of roads in Loveland at night, and it will stand up on its hind legs, wave a wand over its head, and shoot sparks to deter deter humans. I've heard of that before. I think think we've talked about it before. I think we have. Oklahoma, the men in black at Shaman's Portal. Beaver Dunes Park is the Bermuda Triangle of Oklahoma with weird disappearances dating back as far as Coronado's time, when his men disappeared in flashes of green light. In recent times, archaeologists have been chased away from the site by mysterious government officials. According to superstition, anyone who learns anything about what's truly buried underneath the sand disappears. Holy crap. Hmm. Oregon, the bandaged man. The ghost of a logger who died in a grizzly sawmill accident attacks cars and terrorizes teenagers. The smell of rotting flesh predicts a visit. Ew, that's scary. Pennsylvania, Charlie No Face. Rumors of a murderous faceless man roaming the streets at night were based on a real-life person who'd suffered an extreme accident that destroyed his face. He wasn't, as it turned out, a murderer. He walked at night because he wanted to get fresh air and and be left alone. The legend stuck, however. Oh, that's sad. I've heard that one, too. Rhode Island, Mercy Brown, the vampire. Outbreaks of tuberculosis caused a vampire scare in 1892 when a full family contracted the disease. While most of her family's bodies decomposed, Mercy's body seemed to be frozen in time, making people suspect her to be a vampire. While it was obviously superstition, the legend persisted. Weird. I wonder why. I don't know. Ooh, that's so weird. It must be something in her specific body. In her makeup. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Weird. South Carolina, Boo Hags. Gula folklore tells us about evil souls who stay behind after death and become skinless, vampire-like witches who take other people's skin for a ride. Ooh. No. <laughs> Can't have mine. Go away. <laughs> mine Dakota. won't fit you. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big. It's it's saggy and wrinkly. You yeah, don't you don't want this. <laughs> South Dakota, Walking Sam. A seven-foot-tall specter whose job it is to collect the souls of suicide victims stalks lonely, depressed adolescents. Perhaps he's an explanation of the alarmingly high suicide rates in the area or the few recent attempts at mass suicide. Tennessee, Skinned Tom. Don't woo the wrong lady, like young Tom did. He ended up getting skinned alive by a beautiful woman's angry husband, 
His bloody ghost hangs around Lover's Lane to punish cheaters. Oh my gosh. That's creepy. (laughs) Texas, the Candy Lady. Texas urban legends about monsters like the Chupacabra or sites like the Alamo are creepy, sure, but have you heard about the lesser-known legend of an evil woman who lures children with candy? Candy left out on the windsill is meant to lure children so a spectral woman can pull out their teeth, kidnap them, or stab them in the eyes. What's creepier is that this story may have been linked to a real-life person, Clara Crane, who killed her husband by poisoning candy and was later released from an institution. Oh, shit. Utah, the curse on Escalante Petrified Forest. I don't know if I said that right. Sounds good to me. Anyone who takes petrified wood from the state park risks bad luck, job, job loss, sickness, and accidents. Park managers claim they get dozens of packages every year sending back chunks of wood from regretted regretful thieves happens a lot of places Mm -hmm. don't take stuff you guys yeah it's not yours (laughs) vermont deep frozen folks 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 like f-o-l-k-s like people yes okay frugal vermonters facing extreme winters have been said to freeze their elderly and thaw them in the spring is this more scary or utilitarian or both um (laughs) oh my gosh virginia the bunny man on halloween many years ago a bus of transferring asylum inmates crashed with one of the inmates escaping for years skinned half-eaten rabbits were found hanging from the trees near bunny bridge even after the supposed culprit died eventually he allegedly attacked humans too leaving bodies strung up over the bridge oh my gosh Washington, caddy of Cadborough Bay. While the legendary Bigfoot gets a great deal of attention in this state, you might not have heard of caddy, short for Cadborosaurus, the local sea monster hanging out in Cadborough Bay. Hmm. West Virginia, the white things. Mothman might be the more popular mystery, but rural West Virginia is also home to mysterious dog-like creatures the size of a lion with white shaggy fur. Creepy. Wisconsin, the Rhinelander Hodag. An ugly, stumpy critter with a spiked tail, the Hodag, features in Paul Bunyan stories and reportedly likes to eat bulldogs. Oh. <laughs> and my last one is Wyoming, the Platte River ship. Through thick mist, usually in February, a ship can be seen sailing the Platte River, its phantom crew frosted over. On the deck, you'll allegedly see the body of someone you know or yourself. Either way, the person's death will come soon. Creepy. Yeah, I think ours was probably one of the worst. Yes, it was. Not it was good. stupid. Not good. Okay. So I have more Glitch in the Matrix stories, kind of a continuation from last week. Cool. First one, in early December 2015, my now ex-boyfriend's mother passed away in her home following surgery and other health problems related to her heart. She was born with a rare condition. Unfortunately, she went into cardiac arrest and we were unable to save her, so the event in and of itself was extremely traumatic and unexpected. A couple of nights later, we decided to go see some friends who wanted to offer their condolences to my ex. Everyone loved his mom. We were all sitting in our friend's living room watching TV, and to be honest, they were really trying to distract us from everything. 
One friend was just being her goofy self and was taking Snapchat videos, and I distinctly remember taking a video of, let's call her Amy. I saved the video, but when I looked at my screen to watch it, it was not Amy. It was a grainy video with a background that appeared to be outside and 100,000% 100, not in a living room, but on the screen was my ex's mom. She said the words, I'm okay, baby, I'm okay, and multiple other friends saw it on my phone before it disappeared. She looked young and vibrant and had a huge smile on her face. Someone had tossed my phone to another friend across the couch to see, and the video then disappeared. When we watched the, the original video back immediately after, my ex's mom was gone. It was, an, it was the video of Amy again, just like I saw while recording it in the first place. My ex and his mom had, been, had a very close relationship, best friends really, so when he, we saw her on my screen letting him know she was okay, it was astounding. I saw it first and everyone noticed I was visibly upset. I cannot imagine what went through my ex's mind and heart when he saw it, but to this day, it's something we talk about and something he shares with new friends, something we simply cannot explain other than her coming through in a glitch to let us know she was okay. Uh, me, male 26, and my girlfriend, female 25, have been living together in an apartment for two and a half years. Everything has been normal until quarantine started around four weeks ago when I started noticing some odd things. Oh, no. For instance, the last three weeks or so, my girlfriend has been putting sugar in her morning coffee, while throughout our entire relationship, she's always been very much against it. It may seem like a small detail, but she's always been complaining about how I don't know what real coffee is, since I put quite a lot of sugar in mine. On the first day that I saw her drinking coffee with sugar, I asked her why she would do that, and she looked at me weirded out and said something like, what are you talking about? I've always been putting sugar in my coffee. I felt a bit confused for a moment, but then we started talking about some other things. So I didn't think any more about it until the morning after when she did the exact same thing and had once again the same reaction. Fast forward a few days and another odd thing happened. We were having sex and she suddenly suggested a sex pose that we had already tried once but it had gone wrong and it hurt her a lot, so we simply decided not to try it anymore. Naturally, I was very surprised with her suggestion and reminded her about the time when it went wrong, and she was just complete she just completely dismissed it, saying that I probably mixed her up with some ex-girlfriend or that I was just tripping. We then did the pose and we actually enjoyed it. Today the weirdest thing happened, which is the reason why I'm writing this post. In the afternoon, I was working at home. I'm employed as a PhD student at the computer science department of a university. When my girlfriend asked me, what's up with a guy who I'd never heard of before? I asked her who she was referring to, and she said, well, it's that colleague of yours you always talk about, the one from the company where you're employed at? I froze and asked her to repeat, and she said exactly the same thing all over again. Then I told her that I don't work at any company nor have I ever worked at any company since I started a PhD straight after my master's degree. At this point, she also completely froze and we were just staring at each other, completely confused and shocked for a few moments. She then asked me what the fuck is going on and I reminded her about the coffee thing and about the sex pose and that I didn't know anymore what is going on. 
At this point, she started crying, too, and asked, what is wrong with us? Both our families and us have never had any mental problems in the past. We don't know what to do about this. Can anyone explain what's wrong with us? That's so weird. Yeah. What the fuck? I would be freaking out. Me, too. Like, who is this person? I, I'd be freaking out if I was her, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is weird. It is weird. Okay, next one. I live in a very small town. We have a small grocery store, hardware store. You know the drill. I was done getting groceries and hopped in my car to head home. As I pulled up to the end of the driveway of the store, blinker on to get onto the main road, I see a big white lifted Chevy pickup truck driving toward me that I need to wait for. I watch as it drives closer to me, remarking to myself that it looks so similar to my husband's, just older and rusted around the edges. It even has the same black emblem and large icon cross bumper. As the truck goes past me, my jaw nearly fell open. Staring at me intently was a man almost identical to my husband, but with longer gray, with a longer graying beard and gray hair around the ears. I quickly gathered myself together and pulled out behind the truck and up to the stop sign that followed. He was staring at me still in his side mirror, glancing away and then staring at me again. He took off like a shot the first chance he got and I tried to follow to see which direction he took, but a car was coming and I couldn't get out behind him in time. The truck sped off toward my road, but I don't know if he turned in that direction or not. I know that's a little crazy, but I couldn't help feeling the total connection I feel with my husband when I saw his reflection in that side mirror staring at me. It gave me goosebumps to think about it because it was like he knew that I was me and that I was the wrong age and that he needed to get out of there before I could follow. I got home and my husband was there working in his wood shop. I told him about it and he chuckled and asked if he looked hot when he was old. I mean, he did if it really was him. <laughs> that would be so weird i know like same truck but just a little older and then like your husband but just older yeah and you're right i mean you do have a connection yeah you know even if you're not in the same car yeah you like hey hi yeah it's me (laughs) that's crazy what the fuck okay next one i was at home because of quarantine and according to me i was sleeping When I woke up, my mom was looking at me, having a very shocked and worried expression and tears in her eyes. She asked me where the hell I was, and I said that I was sleeping right here in my bed. She didn't believe me and said she checked, and I wasn't there. So apparently, my family woke up in the morning, and I didn't come down for breakfast, and my dad came into the room and just saw the blanket and pillow. I do sleep with the blankets on my face. (laughs) Then my mom came in to wake me up, took the blanket off, and no one was there. Then she panicked and told my dad. They searched the entire house and tried calling me. Nothing worked. Then they asked the neighbors if they had seen me leaving, but they said no. My mom was very afraid at that point, and they called the police, and that's when my dad uh, had gone to file the report, and I woke up. We called my dad and told him I was back, and he wanted an explanation, and I couldn't give one. I I said I was just sleeping, and when I woke up, and this whole thing had happened. I wanted to make it clear that I do sleep with a blanket covering my entire body, and my did my mom did make it clear that she took the blanket off and no one was there. We are all very shaken. That's weird. Yeah, where the fuck were they? 
Maybe they were astral projecting. Yeah, but your body stays. Oh, and then that's not an explanation <laughs> at all. I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, next one. Let me preface preface this by saying there has always been creepy shit happening around me. And I have several stories of my dad's old house, which myself and my siblings all agree is haunted as fuck. I also had my dead best friend visit me twice, which was nice. So this evening, my partner, 42 male, and I, 30 female, were upstairs sorting laundry when his daughter, 17, called us downstairs as dinner was ready. I was heading down the stairs. My partner was right behind me, literally two steps behind me. He did his usual thing of tickling the back of my neck as we walked. The bottom of our stairs is wooden so you can hear when someone steps onto it from the carpeted stairs. When I got to the bottom, my heat... (laughs) (laughs) My feet hit the floor, as usual. I turned around to ask him something, and he wasn't there. He wasn't fucking there. I totally froze for a second, looked up the stairs, and there he was, on the top step, pale and shaking. I asked him what the fuck just happened, and he kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I was behind you, and before I hit the bottom, the next step I took, it took me back upstairs. We are very freaked out. Didn't say shit to our girl as she's already leery of this stuff, although he and I are somewhat used to it. I'm trying to get the courage to leave my laptop recording audio overnight because there's definitely something weird happening. That's creepy. Like there was a portal or something. Yeah, he stepped into it and it took him back upstairs. Oh my gosh. Creepy. And why didn't she step into it? Was it like a specific... Like, very specific position of your foot? Oh, like, what I don't the heck? know. That's weird. It is. Okay, backstory. This is an, is important later. For about nine months or so, I was planning to move to California last September. Plans fell through due to financial reasons and other opportunities that had come my way. This happened to me while I was at work closing, so I was completely alone. A customer came in. He was maybe in his early 60s. I'm 21. I wouldn't say he looked like me, but he was definitely dressed similar to me, and that's how I'd expect myself to dress at that age. Kind of old man, surfy SoCal vibes. But this guy says, quote, Man, I need some caffeine. I know it's late, but I've been consuming that stuff daily since I was a little kid. I told him, me too, since I was about eight, I started drinking coffee, which is a fact about me. This guy continues to talk about how he loves music, and I was playing... The music I was playing in the store, etc. Then out of the blue, this guy says, So I have to ask, why did you choose not to move to California? I did not mention California to this man at all. I have never met this man. I don't know who he is or how he knew. None of my coworkers or really anyone beside my, besides my family knew about my plans for California. I served him his drink, and as he walked out, he said, You'll go. Maybe not now, but you'll love that place. Again, I never spoke about California to him, but he knew I was planning to move there, and he knew I loved the place. He walked out, and I have not seen him since. I asked my parents and anyone who, and anyone who knew about my plans if they had told anyone, more specifically an older man. They all said no, per my request to keep it on the down low. To this day, I'm still in awe. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. Uh, for a bit of context, my eyesight is horrible, and even a half a foot in front of my face is nothing but blurry color. 
Yesterday, my mom and brother picked me up to go to an appointment. I was running a little late and didn't have time to put my contacts in or do my makeup, so I was getting ready on the drive. While my mom was driving, I was in the passenger seat with the mirror down. I took off my glasses to apply my eyeshadow. My brother, who was sitting behind me, asked me a question. I turned around to look back at him. When I turned my head back around, I quickly finished my eyeshadow and shut the mirror. I was looking out my window at the farmland just off the road and thinking how beautiful it was when I suddenly realized I hadn't put my glasses back on. They were sitting on the dashboard. As soon as I had the realization, my perfect vision went back to being just blurred colors. It was instant, like flipping a switch on my sight. It was so shocking that I yelled, holy shit. My outburst startled, startled my mom and brother, so I told them what had just happened, and they said they believed me, but they couldn't think of a rational reason for it. We tried to figure out for the rest of the drive, but honestly couldn't. If there's some secret to magically fixing my eyesight that I accidentally stumbled upon, then I wish I could find it again. That's so weird. I know! And that's not the first time that that's happened. Like, somebody just didn't realize it, and the second they did, it went back. I wonder if that's part of, you know, how we don't use all of our brains. That's exactly what I, I was thinking. I wonder if that's part of... Like, we could fix our eyesight, probably. Yeah. <gasps> we won't ever know it. I know, that sucks. Maybe in the future. Maybe. Crazy. Okay, next one. I was chilling on the couch scrolling through Instagram when I heard my cat jumping down from his bed. He usually wants to go outside after sleeping, so I looked at him and said, You want to go outside, buddy? With my annoying cat voice. He just looked at me, not answering, like a normal cat. I was ready to go let him out, but looked back at my phone for just a second. That's when it hit me. I let him out a few hours ago. I turned my head to look back at him in confusion, but he wasn't there. I went to the front door, and yep, he was outside and came running when I opened the door. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> what the fuck? He was astral projecting. <laughs> yeah. He's like, bitch, let me in. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. This happened a few days ago. My husband and I were at home. Neither of us were intoxicated. <laughs> uh, just a normal evening. For reference, I'm 5'8", and my husband is 5'7". We've been together for years and know very well what the other looks like head on. I had gone to the kitchen to make a sandwich and something fell off. I wasn't sure what until my husband asked if I was taller than usual. I was flat-footed and barefoot, but realized my viewpoint was as if I was on my tiptoes. I could see the top of the fridge and my hips were above the kitchen counter. I turned to face my husband and he seemed much shorter than me than usual. Our eyes are usually pretty close to even, but they seemed much lower than mine. He says he felt like his height didn't change at all, just mine. Understandably, we were both freaked out, and we were wandering around our apartment trying to figure out what was going on. Suddenly, everything felt right again, and I returned to the kitchen. I could no longer see the top of the fridge, and the counter was back even with my hips. My husband returned, and both of us looked right, right again to the other, it was like once we couldn't see each other anymore, it fixed itself. No, that's a weird. What is that? I don't know. Creepy. I visited my boyfriend's parents in a city where I'd never been before. We sat around in the kitchen talking, and then his mother asked me to get her her scissors. I got up, went to the guest room dresser, opened the second drawer, and got them out. There was no way I could have known where they were. <laughs> that's 
weird. That is weird. And why would she ask someone to get her something when they hadn't been to their house before? Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, this is only a small thing, but it still confuses the hell out of me, and I can't think of any explanation. I was playing fetch with my dog in my living room. I threw the ball. She'd bring it back. You get it. My dog dropped the ball on on my foot, and while I leaned down to pick it up, I blinked, and it was gone. I quickly checked under the sofa, thinking she'd nudged it under there or I'd accidentally kicked it, but it was nowhere to be seen. My dog was still staring at the spot where she had dropped it, and when it disappeared, she looked just as confused as I was and jumped around, started looking for it. I scoured the whole room, which wasn't very big, and eventually found it on the opposite side of the room in the middle of the floor, even after I'd looked everywhere. We only had this one particular ball at the time, so we couldn't have mistaken it for another. Not particularly exciting, but I think I can't think of any explanation. My dog was just happy to have her ball back, at least. <laughs> Next one, we were all completely sober. Quick preface. I'm currently driving home from my lunch break, so I'm using Surrey to talk. Hopefully this makes sense. So back in the summer, we had a huge friend trip to Lake Powell. For anyone that has been there, you know it's absolutely beautiful. Anyways, we were boating through the canyons and going deeper and deeper. At one point, I thought my in my mind something along the lines of, damn, this place is so beautiful, it almost looks fake or like it was designed to look this way by something. When I started saying that in my mind, a friend turned to me and said, dude, it feels like we're in a movie and we're looking at movie props. It looks so fake. I turned around and looked and said, dude, what the fuck did you just say? I was thinking the exact same thing. We were both freaking out about it, and then it got a little freakier. We were sitting in the back of the boat looking at our 10 or so friends standing up while the boat was slowly going through the canyons. And as I watched them looking at the scenery, I experienced an alternate state of consciousness. Uh, the best way to describe it is the facade of a human experience was dropped and all of a sudden my friends looked like gods or angelic beings experiencing earth and just enjoying the moment. My friend turned to me and said, dude, look at our friends. They're so beautiful and alive. They look like angels. And I knew at that moment we were both experiencing the same thing. The best way to describe what we saw is it looked like we placed ourselves in a video game and we're enjoying what we created. It's super hard to describe this experience. If you've never seen Maze Runner, you know how they get, uh, they make you forget everything before you go into the maze, but yet you had an existence before. It was like that. That nature of reality teased us and slightly withdrew, and we saw our friends and this earth for what it truly could be for a brief moment in time. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, edit, I heard a story of a man who experienced something similar where at random times he would also tap into an outside reality while being sober. He came up with a theory that human consciousness and our brains can act like a needle finding the groove on a vinyl record. Once we tune it specifically and find ourselves in this groove, music can be played or in other words, we can start experiencing some fascinating things. I have to find where I read it, though, but supposedly it happens randomly to a lot of people. Hmm. Weird. Okay, next one. Last year, my dad passed away. We visited the graveyard quite often and go to various family members' graves. 
It's a Muslim graveyard, so they usually have the father's names and other details on the gravestones. Near my uncle's grave, the one just in front of it has my name on it. My name is spelled a little differently than the common spelling, but it was exactly like mine on the gravestone, first and last name. And it's got the same birth date as me. To add to the strangeness, my dad, who also has an uncommon spelling in his name from the small village in Kashmir, on the grave has the name of the person's father, my dad's name with the uncommon spelling. On the gravestone, it stated that the father was from a village. Guess where the person's father is from? Yep, the same village we are. It really weirded me out. I know people from that village and we contacted them to see if anyone had heard of this person other than my dad, and no one seems to know who they are. Hmm. It's weird. It is weird. Okay, and this is my last one. I went out, parked in front of a store, bought a six-pack of water, and went to register number two and paid with change. Half an hour later, I remembered I wouldn't be going out anytime soon again, so I decided to go buy more water, and everything happened in the exact same order. Parked in the same spot, entered... Bought a six-pack, registered two is free, same girl working there. I even paid with the exact same amount of change in coin. She looked at me with a bit of horror and confusion, but she couldn't see me smiling under my mask. <laughs> she thought she was having a glitch uh, yes, in the matrix. she did. She's like, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> Those were mine for the week. All right, it's time for the witty wrap up. Yay, witty wrap up! And um, I did funny tweets again. Okay. I miss when I was a kid, and my biggest problem was that a rapper didn't mention my city when he rattled off a verse naming various cities he liked partying in. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. that's so sad. <laughs> Chasing after a ping pong ball is wildly dehuman- hu- dehumanizing. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like me trying to chase Leia when she oh was a puppy. Oh my gosh. Chasing anything sucks. Yeah. It's just the worst. It is. Anyone else rip their mask off when they get in the car like they've just finished a disappointing surgery in Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> That's great. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Just got dumped and my roommate is trying to make me feel better by playing cards with me, but she just keeps winning and whispering, sorry. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just because something's vegan doesn't mean it's cruelty free. For example, my ex-girlfriend... One time when I was like 11, my dad took me to an Italian restaurant and the waiter asked what my name was. And I said, Sam, but you can call me Captain Ravioli. And my dad just looked at me and said, what the fuck was that? Don't do that. And I've been chasing that high ever since. Oh my God, that's great. You can call me Captain Ravioli. (laughs) Oh my God. One night in college, my roommate got super drunk pretty quickly and ended up getting sick. We handed her a trash can with trash already in it. She puked a few times and started crying and looked in the can and yelled, Oh my God, I threw up a fork? (laughs) (laughs) 
Holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty drunk. <laughs> Aeoli is just mayo that studied abroad. Day one of quarantine. I'm going to take this as an opportunity to improve my health. Day two of quarantine. Due to personal reasons, I'm eating a lasagna in my shower. (laughs) (laughs) Best lyric of all time is when Elton John was like, if I was a sculptor, but then again, no. Like, please, I'm on the edge of my seat. What were you going to do as a sculptor, Elton? (laughs) Tell us. (laughs) How do y'all find out Santa wasn't real? My grandpa, my grandma straight up told me, I'm not letting some white man take credit for my hard work. I'm Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. It is true. It is. I know. Like, hello. It's Damn it. I bought it. I worked and I paid for it. (laughs) Not stupid Santa Claus. Oh, Batman. No. (laughs) I admire how when babies don't want to hold something anymore, they just drop it. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. My six-year-old brother's teacher asked the class what's their favorite season, and he said garlic powder. (laughs) That's so funny. He had to have been the first one to answer, right? I hope. (laughs) Watching too much uh, cooking channel. Yeah. If my son calls me bruh one more time, so help me God, I'll grow out my mustache. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I get called bruh a lot. Like, what is that? I haven't. I don't think I've ever been called that. I just take it because the first three letters of my name is bra. So I'm just assuming they're shortening my name. (laughs) Instead of whatever that is. <laughs> Apparently, when your children ask you why others let bad things happen because people are trash is not the right answer. <laughs> Me, these pants don't quite fit. Five year old, are they too small for you? Is it because you're 31? <laughs> Brat. Seriously. <laughs> They're going to find out one day. <laughs> My kids went back to full-time school today, and while I'm thrilled to have them out of the house, I'll miss hearing my second grader's teacher yell, I'm about to lose it if you guys don't pay attention, on Zoom and nodding to myself in solidarity. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) Excited to bond with my wife and tell her that her labor pains were nothing compared to my body ache from the second vaccine shot. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) My mom invited our extended family to come over to my house for brunch at 10 a.m. And I was like, why so early? And she was like, so you don't have time to get high before. (laughs) Anyway, here I am smoking weed at 730 as an act of defiance, you know, like a well-adjusted adult. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk to me while I'm rubbing my eye. I'm not going to hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you think marriage sounds romantic, my husband just asked if I minded if he pooped while I'm in a bubble bath. Oh, my God. That's gross. That Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. 
My husband went to the grocery store this morning, which was super helpful. So now I'm headed to the grocery store to get all the things we need. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And this one cracked me up so much because it's so true. And this is my last one. Okay. My husband has seen me sick with the flu. He has seen me puking drunk. He has seen me grunting and moaning in childbirth. But if he tries to watch me while I'm hopping around during my workout, I will gouge his eyes out with spoons. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is right. I Why remember, is that? I don't know. It was when I was married, I would work out in the extra the spare bedroom. Yeah. And it never failed. He would come in and I would instantly be pissed. Yeah. You have to stop. Yes. And, and you're just like standing there staring at him. Like, Get the fuck out. Yeah. That is a real thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. <laughs> so I feel so much better. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I love it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. We still need your stories. So send those in. Ghouls Night Out Podcast at gmail.com. You can recommend us on Facebook or join the group. And we'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye. How do y'all find out Santa wasn't real? My grandpa, my grandma straight up told me, I'm not letting some white man take credit for my hard work. I'm Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) It is true. It is. I know. Like, hello. I did it. I bought it. I worked and I paid for it. (laughs) Not stupid Santa Claus. Oh, Batman. No. (laughs) I admire how when babies don't want to hold something anymore, they just drop it. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. My six-year-old brother's teacher asked the class what, what's their favorite season, and he said garlic powder. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, he had to have been the first one to answer, right? <laughs> Watching too much uh, cooking channel. <laughs> That's so funny. If my son calls me bro one more time, so help me God, I'll grow out my mustache. <laughs> That's hilarious, and I get called bro a lot. Like, what is that? <laughs> I, have, I don't think I've ever been called that. I just take it because the first three letters of my name is bro. So um, I'm just assuming they're shortening my name <laughs> instead of whatever that is. <laughs> Apparently, when your children ask you why others let bad things happen because people are trash, it's not the right answer. <laughs> Me, these pants don't quite fit. Five-year-old, are they too small for you? Is it because you're 31? <laughs> Rat, seriously. <laughs> they're going to find out one day. <laughs> my kids went back to full-time school today, and while I'm thrilled to have them out of the house, I'll miss hearing my second grader's teacher yell, I'm about to lose it if you guys don't pay attention on Zoom and nodding to myself in solidarity. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Excited to bond with my wife and tell her that her labor pains were nothing compared to my body ache from the second vaccine shot. Oh my god. <laughs> my mom invited our extended family to come over to my house for brunch at 10 a.m. I was like, why so early? And she was like, so you don't have time to get high before. Anyway, here I am smoking weed at 7.30 as an act of defiance. You know, like a well-adjusted adult. <laughs> don't talk to me while I'm rubbing my eye. I'm not going to hear you. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you think marriage sounds romantic, my husband just asked if I minded if he pooped while I'm in a bubble bath. Oh my god, that's gross. And that, yeah, yeah, that's gross. My husband went to the grocery store this morning, which was super helpful, so now I'm headed to the grocery store to get all the things we need. <laughs>